The words of Jesus are recorded in Matthew 5, 6. And he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And then he promises, for they will be filled. So let me ask you, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Because here comes your refill. Hey everyone, thanks for coming back to get your refill. This is gonna be the last episode in this Be In Awe series, and I hope it's been good for you. It's been really, really fun for me to kind of dive into who God is and, and really educational for me. So I hope it's been that for you as well. Now I wanna to read to you a passage out of Exodus 34. It says this, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Now, if we look at you know this list of characteristics of God, we, we've talked about most of these. You know, it talks about God is merciful and He's gracious. Those are the last two weeks of this series. This verse says that God is slow to anger. You know, this is this means that He gives people lots of time to change and and come to Him and repent. And this is an expression of God's justice, but also His His love. And those are things that we've talked about. Uh, earlier, we talked about God's justice. We talked about God's wrath and how both of those are really beautiful things and and how God is proving over and over again to be patient and long-suffering. This verse also talks about how God is abounding in steadfast love. This is the, the first in the Be and Awe series. It talks about God's love and how his love is producing a work in us that the purpose of it is pointing us to Jesus and to a relationship with, with him. And so then the, the last thing that, that we're going to talk about is, is this last part of the verse, is that God is faithful. And that's where we're going to land the plane today. So what does it mean for God to be faithful? Now, this can be defined in five different ways. And so the first is that God is reliable. So think about the Yellowstone guys are all faithful. You know, it, according to my sources at Wikipedia, so you can trust it, uh, it always erupts between 44 minutes and two hours. Now, we went there... Um, uh, uh, you know, a little while ago as a family and sure enough, it erupted and, you know, it, it's reliable. That's why it's called old faithful. And this is saying a lot because geysers generally aren't very reliable. You know, they kind of just randomly spout off. And so God is faithful. He's reliable in keeping his promises. This is something that he's consistently done. Think about Abraham and Sarah. Sarah was promised a baby even when she was old and she hadn't conceived before. And in Genesis 21.1, it says, Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Uh, the, the second thing we can use an example is God said he would bless the nations through Abraham, through that one child that he gave to Sarah. And if you read the first book of the New Testament, chapter 1, verse 1, it says this, This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So God is always reliable because he's consistently acting according to his other attributes. He's always just, morally upright, always perfect, always good. So he's reliable and we can, we can trust him. The second thing about God's faithfulness is that God is loyal. Now, this is a shout out to one of my best friends, James. How's it going, James? He's been my friend for years. He's helped me become a, a better guitarist, better pastor, better friend, better husband. And our relationship is, has really been the whole iron sharpens iron thing. And, and he's the type of friend that's had my back as far back as I can remember, even when, when I've been wrong and he's still like, yeah, no, I'll go to, go to bat for you. It's okay. So he's one of those friends. He's, he's really faithful. He's really loyal to me as a friend. So if we're looking at God being loyal, 
What that means is that when you belong to him, then you are his forever. You belong to him and he's faithful to keep you. So Hosea 2, 19 to 20 says, I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you in righteousness and justice and love and compassion. I will betroth you in faithfulness. And, you know, Hebrews 13, 5 says, God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we are his forever. You know, we, we belong to him. He is, he is loyal to that relationship. The third thing is that God is secure. So think about it like this. If you were to hammer, you know, a nail into a wall to hang up a picture of your family or whatever, the next morning you'd wake up and most likely, unless you did something wrong, that picture would still be hanging up. So that nail is faithfully holding up that picture. So when we read the Bible, we see that God makes covenants with Israel. And these covenants has shaped Israel to be reflections of his character to all the other nations. And God has always fulfilled his covenants. He's always been secure to his promises that, you know, they won't be lost or forgotten or broken or anything like that. So Deuteronomy 7, 9 says, know therefore that the Lord, your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commands. And God is faithful even when Israel didn't deserve it or hold up to their end of the bargain. And really, this is good news for us because we're sinners just like Israel was. You know, Romans 3.3, Paul says, what if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every human being a liar. So, you know, God will never not be secure. You know, we can, we can trust that. The fourth thing is that God is constant. So if you woke up tomorrow and the sky was green, you'd probably freak out a little bit because the sky has faithfully been blue since as long as you can remember. Now, God is, is immutable. You know, God's qualities are immutable. This means that he does not change. He cannot be changed. He is faithful to always be who he is. James 1.17, God does not change like shifting shadows, okay? And the fifth and final thing is that God is trustworthy. So putting all four of these points together will lead you to this fifth and final one, that God can be trusted. His faithfulness allows you to confidently trust in him for all things. And the psalmist in, in 145 verse 13 says, the Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. Now, what does this mean for us? How can we be in awe of God's faithfulness? Well, we can rest on his promises and, and not have to rely on our own works. So God takes the responsibility to do the work in our lives, to, to sanctify us, to make us image bearers of his son. We rely on his faithfulness, not on our own fickleness, as John Piper would say. The Christian life, you know, in reality, it's not an easy life to live. And our faith in God can sometimes shift with our comfort and, and our wavering willpower. And the truth is, when life gets tough, what we really believe about God is, is highlighted. It's easy to be faithless in God, especially this year. You know, it's been, it's been rough, let me tell you. But our hope, our faith, our salvation is grounded in a God that is faithful. We can rely on God to always be near his people. We know that God is loyal to his people and he will not forsake us. We know that we are safely and securely in his hands. We know that his grace, mercy, power, joy, and hope 
are being constantly poured out to his people. And we know that God will never let us down because he's worthy of our trust. Now, I like to picture it like this. It's not that I'm holding on to Jesus. You know, that would mean that my well-being, either temporarily or eternally, is based on my strength. It's based on my grip, how hard and how faithful I hold on to Jesus. No, that's not how it is. It's based on Christ's grip on me, meaning my, my life, my faith, my, my everything. You know, as Christ is the cornerstone of our faith, it's faithfully found in Christ. It's grounded in Christ. And that's why in Hebrews 13, I, I quoted this earlier, you know, God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And then verse six says, so we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? So it's not about, you know, us holding on to him. It's about him faithfully holding on to us. Now, I want to leave you with a song and and don't worry, I'm not going to sing it because, you know, that's my Christmas present to you. You're welcome. But there's really good theology in in the older hymns. And Thomas Chrisholm wrote this hymn in 1923. And it reads this, Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been thou, forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Amen. Now, like I said, I'm going to take a break for the rest of the year. I'll be back in January. I have a new series coming up about evangelism and discipleship and and what the Great Commission looks like in our lives. So look out for that. Have a great rest of the week, a great rest of the year, and I'll see you next time. (laughs) 